A study done by USC and the Australian National University shows that if your audio is low quality or if your video is low quality, they'll most likely perceive you as less likable or less credible. Not only you, but the source of information. And if you're a podcaster who's thinking, hmm, are they liking the quality of audio that I'm giving them? Then this episode is for you. So stay tuned. Welcome to Season 2 of The Podcast Show with Kaivil Nueva, where podcast growth and monetization continues. Brought to you by Podkai Media, a podcast production and marketing agency that helps functional medicine businesses increase their leads and sales. Visit their website at podkai.com. Hey there, podcasters. Welcome back to the podcast show. And this is the 29th episode, the second part of the series we are creating on how to maintain your listeners from beginning until the end. And in this episode, we are diving in particularly in the audio quality of your podcast. So this is for you if you know that one of the reasons why your listeners are not listening to the full episode or only reaching a certain point or a certain part of your episode. So before we dive in, I'd like to first make you understand the importance of why you should give attention to the quality of your audio. Like I mentioned in the beginning, the study shows that if people find the quality of your audio very low and very bad, they're likely to see you as less credible and not likable. And that's not what we want to do because the reason why we are creating content and we are connecting with them is for us to create connection and also be on top of their minds once that they need a solution to their problems. And since you are the solution to their problems, we want to make sure that they think highly of you. And in addition to the details that I shared a while ago, the researchers in that study also mentioned that if you are making it difficult to your audience to process the information you're sharing them because you have low quality production, then it will be difficult for them also to absorb your content, making them pause or stop listening to your episodes. So I'm going to share with you five do's and don'ts. The first one is using your laptop microphone. So this is a huge red flag. I mean, in my couple of years experience in handling different podcast episodes, podcast shows, and editing hundreds of podcast episodes, I still encounter big brands using laptop microphones for recording. And, you know, the reason why I mentioned it's kind of red flag because it could mean that you're not really prepared in doing the interview not only your guests will feel that but also your listeners and aside from that using laptop microphones catches background noises which also adds more work during post-production i understand that post-production can help you improve your audio quality but you know producers editors they are not magicians okay they are editors not magician and like i mentioned in the previous episodes if you want to produce a high quality audio you should start in the recording itself as per the microphone you don't have to go for the overkill you can try using products that are not too expensive i use atr 2100x for mine and it's really good i can include the link below but what i'm saying is just invest do not worry that you're spending money in buying tools because you have to do it you're doing business and besides you want to have the best experience for your listeners 
and most of the microphones out there have noise cancellation feature which already eliminates the background noises on set of recording which the laptop microphone do not have so the second one is the recording time in place you want to make sure that you're recording in the best time that there are lesser distractions or in the place that do not have distractions and i believe most of us do business at home like me and record at home and it's great that you're doing that at home but you have to also set expectations around the people in your home that if you're recording at a certain time and place you tell them so they can avoid knocking on your doors or making noise and so you won't have more problems in the post-production aside from that it will give you more peace of mind in recording you don't have to worry of the of the noise that are not within your control since you are in the right time and place of recording. Just like me, whenever I record, I tell my mama and my niece that I will be recording so they won't knock on my door, they won't disturb me, which saves me more time because my train of thoughts are not derailed. And the third one is having an outline beside you whenever you record. If you're not comfortable in having a script beside you and just reading a script, that's totally fine because we're the same. But at least have an outline beside you. Just keywords. Just take note of those keywords that you'd like to discuss. So once that you're done in expanding your thoughts in one topic, you can easily remind yourself and put your mind back to where it should be once that you continue whatever you're sharing. And this works well with solo recording and guest recording. With solo recording, it's you, you are preserving. You are you want to preserve your mind, your ideas in place so you won't get confused as to which idea go first or go second and go third. And for the guest recording, of course, this will also help you this will also help you create a much succinct discussion, especially if you have done a great research about that guest that will mostly help you extract the best questions that you want to know and you want your audience to know about that guest. It will help you create a better conversation with the guest since all your thoughts are intact. I'm not saying that we have to be constrained. What I'm saying is for us to retain what we want to discuss within that conversation. And then the second one is considering to produce a multi-track recording rather than a single track recording. But for those who are not familiar with what is multi-track recording, multi-track recording is recording episodes or sessions wherein it produces a separate file for you and the guest. This will help you create a better sound quality since you have the capability to adjust the quality of each of your audios not just adjusting the quality of two combined files compared to just single track recording and there are tools that can help you do this like for example we have zencaster and we also have riverside and then the last one that you should not do is repurposing low quality live videos into podcast episodes i understand that repurposing is already a big time strategy right now but you want to make sure that all your content that you're creating for your purposing is prepared for each platform you plan to publish it to like for example for live videos on your facebook you want to make sure that you have your podcast listeners in mind even if they listen via audio only 
to make sure that there are lesser distractions. I have friends who encountered listening to a Repurpose Live episode, but they stopped listening to it because they feel that it's super repurposed. They feel that they're out of loop because there are parts that are not ready for podcast listeners. Like, for example, the shout-outs. The shout-outs are for live sessions only. But if you are to bring that to podcast episodes, of course, listeners that are not within that moment of recording won't relate that much. And I always say this, that whenever we listen to audio only, it's only one out of five senses that we are using, which is our sense of hearing. So we have to remember that the energy and the attention of our listeners is only given towards their hearing senses. So you have to take care of that so you can bring them from the beginning until the end of the episode. So that's it for today. Those are the five do's and don'ts that you can that you can start executing so you can increase your audio quality. And to sum it up is first, don't. Do not use your laptop microphones because it doesn't have noise cancellation feature and it will catch a lot of background noises and people might perceive you as unprepared if you're just using your laptop microphone. The do is to invest even just in, not in the most expensive microphone, just invest even in the most simplest microphone with great quality, there's there are a lot of options out there, but mine is ATR2100X. You can check this out on Amazon. The next don't is not telling the people around you of the time and place of your recording. Because if they're not aware of it, they'll keep knocking on your door. They'll keep making noises that will add distractions to your train of thoughts and into your recording. The do is to tell them of the time of your recording and also consider recording in a place that is quiet and with lesser distraction. Number three is to have an outline with you. If you're not comfortable with a script, well, at least have the keywords of the topics that you will be discussing so you can keep your train of thoughts. Number four is considering a multi-track recording because it allows you to make adjustments to both of your files for the guest and for you as an interviewer and the last don't is repurposing low quality video live videos into podcast episodes the do is to consider them if you have plans of repurposing them into podcast episodes please consider the audio quality ahead of time like preparing how you would prepare it for recording your podcast episodes and maybe cutting those parts the shout outs in the post-production so your listeners would still resonate with your content. So that's all for today. I hope you learned a lot from this episode. And if you need help in producing a well-strategized and well-presented podcast, then you can book a call at podguy.com. And I'm so excited to speak with you. This has been the podcast show by Podguy Media, your bridge to healing people one podcast at a time. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you need help growing and monetizing your podcast, don't forget to visit podkai.com and book a call with us. We want to know more about you.